Hello, and welcome to the Destiny Church Podcast. We trust that this will be a great encouragement to you and build your faith. Enjoy today's message. Let me ask you guys by a raise of hands, how many of you, when 2020 started, um, before 20, at the end of 2019, let me ask you guys a question, how many of you predicted 2020? How many of you said there's going to be a pandemic that's going to shut down the church, that's going to shut down schools, that's going to shut down the economy? How many of you predicted that? Plus, how many of you said, I accomplished all of my 2020 goals? Raise your hand high. None of us None of us did that. None of us probably accomplished everything we set out to accomplish. Maybe some of you did that, but I don't know of anybody that predicted this past year. But guess what? We made it through. But when I wrote that down in my notes, when I said, but we made it through, it was almost like the Lord checked my heart. And he said, Chad, that sounds like you just barely survived. And some of you are saying, Pastor, I did. I barely survived. I barely made it. And you know what? But you did. But others of us, we didn't even just barely made it. We thrived. Because you see, as you had to dig into the Lord more in 2020, as he had to become your source, your everything, you you didn't just survive. You didn't just make it to the other side. You thrived. You flourished. And you became what God wanted you to be. And here we are today. 2021, another year. And we have a chance to start off fresh and a chance to start off new. A brand new slate, new goals, new dreams, new vision, new hopes, new plans. I'm not going to lie, I'm like probably most of you. I look at each year as almost a reset. If you do that, it's like each year, it's like you kind of look at it as a reset. The things I've done in the past, I have an opportunity to change now to make a brand new beginning. But 2021 feels different for me. It feels different. It feels truly like this is a reset. Now, I was thinking about this this past week. We get so excited about New Year's. But you know, January 1st is no different than December 31st. Sunday, January 3rd is no different than a Sunday in June of 2020 just another day, right? But something about this feels different. Yeah, the virus is still here. Politics are still crazy. Sin is still rampant. People are still crazy. Chiefs are still the best team in the NFL. I mean, you know, it's just, it is what it is. The Patriots are no longer great, so people that were Patriots fans now wear Buccaneers jerseys. But hey, whatever it takes, But today is really no different. But I still feel as if we've been given a kind of a clean slate by God. And for Destiny Church and for me and for my family, I'm looking for 2021 to be a special year. I'm looking for 2021 to be the best year of my life. But something that I've come to realize And something I want you to hear and something I want you to see and to take to heart. If 2021 is going to be the best year of your life, it has to be the best year of your life spiritually. If 2021 is going to be the best year of your life, it can't just be the best year of your life at work. 
It can't just be the best year of your life at school. It can't just be the best year of your life in your marriage. And all those things are fine and all those things are great. But if 2021 is truly going to be the best year of your life, it has to be the best year of your life spiritually. And that's my goal and that's my dream for Destiny Church this year. That's my hope for me. That's my hope for you. That's my hope for my family. That 2021 would be the best year of our lives spiritually. But how many of you know, I want you to hear this. How many of you know it's not going to be the best year of our lives spiritually just because the calendar turned a page? It's not going to be the best year of our lives just because we have a dream. It's not going to be the best year of our lives just because we hope it's going to be the best year of our lives. It's not going to be the best year of our lives just because we get a fancy new journal and begin to write in that journal. It's going to be the best year of our lives if we are intentionally making it the best year of our lives spiritually. It has to be an intentional act. There has to be intentional steps. There has to be forward movement toward that vision. We can't do, listen, you can't do what you did in 2020, in 2019, and in 2018 and expect 2021 to be different. You can't do the same things over and over again and expect different results. I think they call that insanity. If 2021 is going to turn out better, if 2021 is going to be the year that God designed for you, you have to do something different. I know that God can just come in and make us all puppets on the string and make us do whatever he wants us to do. But how many know that's not how God designed us? There's a partnership between us and God. God will do his part. He's always been faithful. We already sang about that. But if 2021 is going to be the best year of your lives, you have to be different. And that's what I want to see begin to happen in all of our lives. I want to see forward movement. I want to see change. I want to see growth. In fact, that's what the Lord started talking to me about about eight to ten weeks ago. He started talking to me about growth. He told me it was time for Destiny Church to grow. Not in, he wasn't talking numerically. He started talking to me it was time for Destiny Church to grow up spiritually. And he took me initially to two places in Scripture. And if you watched last Sunday's service, I kind of gave you a, a prelude of this. But he took me initially to two places of Scripture, and this is where I want to share with you today. If you have your Bible, you can turn there with me, or this will, these will also be on the screen. But Ephesians 4, 14 through 16, and Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 through 7. These are the places the Lord initially took me for our church. Ephesians 4 says this, no prolonged infancies among us, please. We will not tolerate babes in the woods, small children who are an easy mark for imposters. Listen to this, God wants us to grow up, to know the whole truth and to tell it in love like Christ in everything. We take our lead from Christ who is the source of everything we do. He keeps us in step with each other. His very breath and blood flow through us, nourishing us so that we will grow up Healthy in God, robust in love. And then Colossians 2, 6-7 says this. And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow Him. Let your roots, here's this word again, grow down into Him and let your lives be built on Him. 
then your faith will, say that word with me, grow strong in the truth you were taught and you were overflow with thankfulness. Let me just kind of just kind of highlight a few words and phrases from these two sets of verses. Number one, God wants us to grow up. Another one says this, God wants us to grow up healthy in him. Another one, Colossians 2 says, let your roots grow down into him, then your faith will grow strong. Let me just kind of highlight these again. Grow up, grow healthy in God, grow down into God, grow strong in your faith. And the Bible shows us over and over again that the life of the believer should be characterized by growth, by forward movement, and by maturity. I want to share just a couple of scriptures with you today that talk about growth and forward movement. Psalm 92, 12 says, The godly will flourish like the palm trees and grow strong. 1 Corinthians 3, 6 says this, I, This is Paul speaking, I planted the seed in your heart. Apollos watered it, but it's God who made it what? Say it loud. Ephesians 2, 21. In him all the parts of the building fit together and grow into a holy temple. Philippians 1, 9. And I pray this, that your love will keep on growing in knowledge in every kind of discernment. One of my favorite verses, and God started speaking to Tasha about this this weekend even in her own life. But Philippians 3, 12 through 14. I'm not saying that I have all this together, that I have it made, but I'm well on my way. Reaching out for Christ, who has so wondrously reached out for me. This one he said, friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all this. But I've got my eyes on the goal where God is beckoning us onward, forward movement, toward Jesus. I'm off and running. I'm not turning back. Colossians 1.10. Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord, and your lives will produce every kind of fruit. This is all talking about maturity and growth. All the while, you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. 1 Peter 2.2. 2. Like newborn babies, you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment. And then the last one, 2 Peter 3.18. But continue to grow and increase in God's grace in intimacy with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In other words, for those of us who are in Christ, when I say that word in Christ, I mean redeemed. In relationship with Jesus. For those who are walking with the Lord, we are to grow, to move forward, and to mature in our relationship with the Lord. But to even be more clear, as Christ followers, I want you to capture this and write this down. As Christ followers, the simple truth is this. We are called to daily become more and more like Jesus. As Christ followers, we are called to daily become more and more like Jesus. And to do that, to grow daily, I can't just go to church one or two times a month. Listen to me. I can't just watch online one or two times a month. Let me, say, let me go even further with this. To grow in my relationship with the Lord, I can't just go to church on Sundays 52 weeks out of the year. I think we've made too much about going to church. You say, well, what are you talking about, Pastor? 
I believe in going to church, but I believe that's where many of us stop in our relationship with the Lord. It's not just one time a week am I supposed to grow. It's every single day of my life I'm supposed to grow and become more like Jesus. Listen, if all you have is a Sunday relationship, you're going to find yourself knocked off your spiritual perch day after day. If I'm going to grow, I need to daily, every single day of my life, 365 or 366 days a year, whatever kind of year it is, I need to daily become more like Jesus. We are called to grow up. We're called to mature. How many of you know every year, I always kind of try to put a theme together for Destiny Church. I just always go to the Lord and I'm like, what are you saying for our church? When the Lord first started speaking to me about these verses, I seriously considered making grow up our theme for the year. Grow up, big words all over the church, wherever you went, just words that said grow up. And then I was reminded in my mind, I pastor adults and not students. Because you see, here's the deal. For when I was a youth pastor, Pastor Steve knows this, I could come up with crazy series titles and crazy themes that worked in youth ministry. But man, they do not work for adults. And I was just sitting there thinking about I thought, if I theme the year grow up for a bunch of adults, I'm going to have a bunch of adults cussing at me and telling me, who do you think you are telling me to grow up? So I thought, Lord, you need to give me a more adult-friendly way to say this. What are you saying to Destiny Church? And so I, I, I shared it with Tasha, and I shared it with a few of our staff, uh, kind of what the Lord was saying. I said, you guys begin to think about this. And then around the first of the year, first of December, actually, Pastor Steve and I took a little trip to Colorado to get away for a few days um, and just to pray and ask the Lord. Um, it was kind of, I was praying my own things, he was praying his things and having time with the Lord and I was praying for me personally, for my family, and I was praying for Destiny Church. And on the last day, the day before we were to head home, the Lord really started to bring some clarity to me for our theme for the year. And tell you the truth, I've always looked at our themes as like something we do for a year and then God gives us a new one. I, I feel like the Lord says this isn't a theme for a year, this is a directive. This is kind of a new culture that I want you to create. So anyways, Pastor Steve and I were strategizing on that day before we were going to go home. I was talking back with, and forth with him and telling him what God was showing me. And he, and, and he said, what do you think of when you say the word grow up? What do you think of? I thought on that for a minute, and I said, I, th- I think about the word discipleship. I said, what word do you think about? And he said, I think about the word change. And I said, ooh, I like the word change. And then I remembered it's 2020, and all of us had a lot of change in 2020. And I thought if I themed the year 2020, 21, the year of change, people are going to like, had enough of that, don't want any more change. And so I thought, all right, Lord, give me a better way to say this. What are you trying to say to Destiny Church? Give me clarity Give me wisdom. And the Lord took me to Romans chapter 12, verse 2. The second part of that verse says this. Let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. And, and I was, in that moment, it was literally like, that's it. That's what God's saying to Destiny Church for 2021. Let God transform us into new people. By changing the way we think. Let God transform you. Transform. 
And that became the word that I just knew in that instant, that this is the word, this is the theme, this is what God is saying for Destiny Church in 2021. I want all of us in this room, I want our students, I want our kids, I want our men's ministry, our women's ministry, our food pantry, our financial team, every single thing we do at Destiny Church, every single one of us, I want us to allow God to transform us and to change the way we think so that we can do what God has called us to do, to transform. You see it on the screen, but it means to make a thorough or dramatic change in the form of, in the appearance of, or in the character of. Now, let me be your spiritual guide for just a moment. I want to challenge you and I want to speak directly to you, to the camera, but I also want to speak to those who aren't watching and who aren't here. I want, the, I, I want this to be heard this is something the Lord started burning in my heart. I want to challenge all of us today. The theme is not grow up, but can I challenge all of us in this room to grow up spiritually? Remember what I said just a few moments ago, if 2021 is going to be the best year of your life, then 2021 has to be the best year of your life spiritually. Well, if 2020 showed me anything... As your pastor, what it showed me is when there's a little pressure on us as Christians, we shrink back. Let me say it again. What 2020 showed me, that when there's a little pressure on us as Christians, we shrink back. Why do I say that? Because for many of us, when church became optional, or when church was said you can't go any longer to church or when there was pressure from our government or pressure from our society many of us in the room watching online not watching we shrank back and I'm going to tell you that grieved my heart as I looked at Destiny Church and I'm going to tell you we're not the rarity we are the norm in this right now this is happening in every church that I talk to every pastor and what it has done is it showed me that as churches, as pastors, as believers, that many of us are falling short in our walk with the Lord. We need transformation. We need to transform. I got this email in my, week, in my email this week, um, a, a study from Barna Research Group that studies church trends. Listen to what they found out. A recent Barna study shows that 22%, of practicing Christians. So what I mean is this are people who faithfully attended church, who had a relationship with the Lord, and they just, they were, before the pandemic, they just never missed. They were pillars of the church. This is what their study found out. 22% of those people have simply stopped attending church this year. And you say, well, they're just watching online. No, their study said digital church, physical church, Reopen church, parking lot churches, wherever they might be, it said it doesn't matter. And here's the words. It says they're just gone. They're just gone. And when I read those words, it was literally like I got stabbed in the heart. And I was just, I was in that moment overwhelmed. Because why? 
Because to some extent, what this revealed to me is the pandemic era church revealed that we as churches and church leaders, here's what we've produced. We have produced a, a lot of attenders who once the pattern of attending church weekly was interrupted due to stay-at-home orders or government orders or pressure or what it might be, whatever it might be. They simply stopped attending. And as pastors and as leaders, it's easy to assume that we've cultivated and created devotion in people. But instead, here's, here's what I've discovered. Here's what even this study said. What we've done is created attendance habits that once the pattern was interrupted, they quickly dissolved. And he went on to say, to, to reference the often used proverb, perhaps we took too many people fishing on Sunday mornings, but we've never taught them how to fish. You see, when Jesus commissioned us, all of us, with the Great Commission, some of the last words he said on earth, he said, go and transform people. That's what he said. He said, no, he said, go and say, make disciples. That's what discipleship is. Discipleship is transformation. And somehow... As pastors, as church leaders, and therefore as people who sit in the seats, we've missed that. I'm going to tell you, God didn't call me to build a big church. I'm not saying that Destiny Church isn't supposed to grow. I'm not saying that we're supposed to be a big, not supposed to be a big church. I'm not saying any of that, but that's not my calling. God didn't call any pastor to build a big church. You don't, you, you don't see that in Scripture. You don't see or our calling is, hey, you, your calling is to go and build a big church. God didn't call me to build church attenders. Listen to me. God didn't even really call any of us to make converts. He's the one who makes converts. He said, go and make disciples. He said, go and teach people how to fish for people. That's what discipleship is. He called me to teach people how to fish. He called all of us to make disciples. And I think one of the reasons we struggle with that, listen to me, it's easier to build a big church than it is to make one disciple. It's easier to build an attractive service, good music, good lights, cool building, cool kids programs than it is to sit down and get in the dirt with somebody and begin to transform their life so they become more and more like Jesus. And so what have we done? We've created Sunday morning services and we've created where people need that service, but they don't have a daily walk with the Lord. And, le and listen to me, please hear me. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not casting blame except back at myself. I've done this. I've been a part of this. And somehow, as a church, we've just skipped this discipleship step, and we said, let's just build big churches and make sure that people become, start coming to church. And you, you know, it's real easy to look at this after a pandemic and say, this is what we've done. But you can ask any one of our staff. In January, February, March of 2020, I started telling them all of this I'm telling you right now. Because this is what the Lord started telling me. He said, Chad, you're too dependent on the Sunday morning experience. And he said, what kind of Christians are you building and creating? What kind of church are you building when all you have is dependency on Sunday mornings? Here's the deal. Here's what the Lord told me. Chad, you've been really good. 
Sunday mornings, but you're lousy at making disciples. And it was like I saw that word in all caps and bold letters, L-O-U-S-Y. Lousy. When I look back at 2020, but even before that, I'm saddened. And now due to this pandemic, the church as a whole looks different. Some of us are staying at home and watching online due to COVID concerns. And listen to me, if you're staying at home because of COVID concerns, I respect that and I honor that. And I'm honored to have you watching with us today. We have people in Missouri. We have people that watch out of state every week. We're honored, beyond honored to have you. I know you could watch church anywhere else, and so we're honored to have you. But listen to me, there's a good 25% of the church that just hasn't come back or just gone. And it's not because of COVID. Because listen to me, I've watched people that have went to our church and I go to the gym and I, see, and I see them there. I go to a restaurant and I see them there. I go to a wedding and I see them there. I go to a ball game and I see them there. And I said, man, I've been missing you at church. Yeah, you know, COVID. But you can go to a ball game? You can go to a restaurant. You can go to Disney World. Well, you know, they say if you sing. No, listen to me. We've not had an outbreak in this church because somebody sang. I think what the enemy has done, he strategically attacked the church and took it out. As we know it. And what we've done as churches, but listen to me, it's not because of COVID. It's because, it's because of everything we've done as pastors and leaders before that. Why? Because we created church attenders, not disciples. Disciples don't stop following Jesus when a pandemic comes. Discipleships, disciples don't stop following Jesus when the government says stop. They press in more. Are you hearing me? This isn't, hey, you might say this is not a very easy message to kick off the year. Well, you should be the one on the back end getting it. Like I said, I don't point fingers. I'm not blaming. I'm not casting stones at anyone. When I see things like this, I look within. And here's what I'm going to tell you. This is a moment of honesty and transparency for me, from Tasha and I both. Sometime in the middle of this year, June, July, August, somewhere in there, as, as we're looking at our church, you know, and I told you, this is happening in churches across the globe. I talked to my friends. I talked to a lot of my pastor friends. We are actually, our attendance is actually higher than a lot of average churches right now. Most churches are between 25 and 40% of attendance of what they were before. But, but Tosh and I, I can't do anything about any of those other churches. I can only pastor Destiny Church. And my heart has been grieved by what I've produced. And so Tosh and I, this is a moment of honesty. I want you to hear me. Tosh and I, what we did is we went to the Lord and said, have we failed Destiny Church? Is our time here done? You have to reflect on that. When you look around you and you see that it's not doing everything that you know that it's called to do, you have to, as the leader, say, is it my fault? And Tasha and I did that, and we prayed, and we sought the Lord. And the Lord said, no, I've not called you to leave here. But I am calling you to change. And here's, and here's what I felt like the Lord said. 
you've led for church attendance, not for transformation. And I've repented of that, and I know my wife has. And here at Destiny Church in 2021, it starts in my life, it starts in hers, it starts in our staff. But today across the board, I just want to say to this whole church, to everyone watching online, it's time for transformation. It's not time for hype. It's not time for the latest and the greatest. It's time for transformation. I don't need to holler. I don't need to scream. I don't need to do some fancy trick to make this a special message. Transformation has to land in our heart. It's time for change. It's time to grow up. It's time to be spiritually mature. But here's what I want to close with. If we're going to grow up, if we're going to, if we're going to transform, if we're going to grow up, if we're going to mature, if we're going to see God do what we need him to do, you can see this in Colossians 2, 7. It says to grow down in him. Listen to this. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong. Here's what I think the Lord is saying. Here's, here's the image that I get from this. Destiny Church, what I want to do is I want to make your foundation bigger, deeper, wider, and stronger. And then I want you to build your church, your family, and your life on that foundation that is me, that is rock solid. And then once you begin to build that foundation, once you've built deep in me, once you've rooted your family in me, once you've rooted your heart in me, once you've rooted your faith in me, and now you start to build, here's what the Lord said, then it will grow strong. Then it will get bigger. But it starts by growing down into him. And so here's what I want to kind of reflect on these two twin truths. There are certain things that come to mind when I reflect on these twin truths. If I'm going to grow up in holiness, I've got to grow down in my willingness to sin. Hello? Anybody out there? If I'm going to grow more like Jesus, I've got to, John said it this way, he must increase, I must decrease. If I'm going to grow up in him, I've got to grow down in me. If I'm going to grow up in hope, I've got to grow down in momentary pleasures. If I'm going to grow up in my faith, I've got to grow down in my fear. And listen to me, fear has ruled many of us this past year. We've walked by fear and not by faith. I've been there, done it, bought the t-shirts just like everybody else. I'm not saying don't wear masks. I'm not saying don't use caution. But listen to me, I am saying we can't let fear control the church. We can't do it. If we're going to grow up in God, if we're going to grow up in faith, I, my fear has got to decrease. But how do I do that? I've got to get the magnifying glass off of my problems and on what's around me. And I've got to look at God who is bigger. When I do that, I will mature and I will grow up. Anybody getting it today? In other words, if we're going to become more like him... We've got to partner with God in this transformation process. I've got to do my part. I can't just write it in a journal. I can't just have a dream. I can't just have a plan. I've got to have a, a goal. I've got to have some action. I've got to take steps. There's got to be forward movement. That's what Paul's saying in Romans chapter 12. Don't become so well-adjusted to culture. This is from the message translation that you fit in without even thinking about it. Instead, fix your attention on God, and then you'll be changed from the inside out and readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it, unlike culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings out the best in you. God develops well-formed maturity in you. And that's my goal for us in 2021. That God will transform us 
and bring out the best in us and that he would develop well-formed maturity in every single one of our lives. I want God to transform us. And here's what I want to tell you. My prayer, since God started burning this into my heart and God gave me clarity in December of this theme for our church, I've not one time asked God to transform us into better church attenders. I've not one time said, God, transform our church into better givers. God, transform our church into better volunteers. I've never one time said, God, transform us to where we look better on the outside. No, God, transform us from the inside out. Change us from the inside out. Why? So that we look like you, so that the maturity is in us, so that we look like Jesus. Here's the deal I close with this. I can't transform in the image of Jesus by myself. Can't do it by myself. But I can partner with God. And I can create the conditions for transformation to take place. What are those conditions I can create? Spiritual disciplines. I believe spiritual disciplines are the key to transformation. I believe if you're going to transform, I believe if 2021 is going to be the best year of your life, it has to be the best year of your life spiritually. If 2021 is going to be the best year of your life spiritually, spiritual disciplines are key to that. They are key to that transformation. What are spiritual disciplines? Staying in the Word daily. Praying daily. Worshiping God daily. Surely your goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life. Worshiping Him daily. Journaling daily. Faithfully attending church, faithfully serving. Those are all spiritual disciplines. I think if I'm going to see transformation, I've got to have spiritual disciplines in my life every single day. And that's my goal for Destiny Church this year. My goal is that all of us would create the conditions in our lives, in our homes, in our church, in our schools, in our places of work, hear me, where spiritual transformation can take place. That's the goal. Create the conditions where spiritual transformation can take place. So my question to you today is this. What culture are you creating in your home? What culture are you creating in your home? What conditions are you creating? I told all of our staff, I want all of them, every single one, from Marshfield to Republic, from admin to pastors, I want you to think about transformation and how your ministry and how your department can bring about transformation because that's what this year is about. I have no other vision for 2021. Typically, I'll stand up and say, I want to accomplish these 10 things. I don't have anything else. There's things I want to accomplish, things I feel like God has put on my heart. But the Lord said, just let that happen. This year, your emphasis, your goal, your everything is transformation. So that's my goal for you in 2021. That's my goal for those of you watching online. Transformation. How are you going to achieve that this year? What are you going to do? Let's all stand. Thank you so much for joining us. Special thanks to those of you who give to this ministry. It's because of you that this ministry is possible. You can check out the link in the description to give or visit destinychurch.me give. 
Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. We love you and have a blessed week.